Hello, welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. We're back after a week off, which is fully my fault. So <laughs> apologies about that, guys. Tonsillitis, wasn't it, mate? It was, yeah, about a tonsillitis I struck down by. So uh, thank you to everyone who uh, wished me well on social media. Much appreciated. I'm back fighting fit again for this week, ready to bring us a, a quality show for Leagues 1 and Leagues 2. Yeah, it'd be nice to go into depth. And uh, Tiers 3 and 4, they don't often get the the uh, microscope that they deserve. So, yeah, looking forward to diving in. And from the early indications, Tom, it looks like there's some uh, good profit to be had, some good opportunity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're going to try not to rush this podcast too much. Um, we're literally recording right as the Football Manager beat has been released. So we're very eager to get on that, but <laughs> we are going to give the pod the time it needs, aren't we? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm going to log off now, Tom. You, you can carry on from here, yeah? I propped us up last week. You can do it for <laughs> us this week. Right. Uh, I'm on 82%, by the way, so nearly downloaded. Um, right, anyway, enough football manager chat. Let's have a look at uh, what we're going to do this week. Um, so we're going to look at Leagues 1. Leagues 2, bringing you all our tips that we've got for that. Uh, did I see you on Twitter, Tom, mention that you want international tips? Some people want international tips thrown in there? Uh, one person. So I'll handle them on Twitter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't prove to be yeah, so... too popular. So I'll handle, I think it was our friend Eduardo, that is just very hungry yeah. for pretty much any tip he can get. So I'll look after him. Don't worry. Okay, um, so then after the League 1 and League 2 tips, we'll look through uh, Bombproof Treble. And um, actually, it's worth mentioning on the subject of Bombproof Trebles, last time we actually recorded a pod, uh, we landed the first team to score treble, which seems like quite a while ago now. But yeah, two weeks ago, we landed our first team to score treble, brought in, what, about 65 quid off a 10 as example stake, I think. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah, we had to wait until the 81st minute sorry, for Middlesbrough to inevitably break down uh, Nottingham Forest. But it landed and it proved to be really popular. A lot of people were uh, hungry for more. Uh, we did run one in midweek. And would you believe it? The Arsenal calamity uh, cost that treble, actually. We came so close. Yeah. Yeah, the first half winner treble. So um, I think it's a good way to go, isn't it? Like providing one kind of normal win treble and then something that's a little bit different. It seems to be proving, proving popular. Um, we've had success doing it. Five out of six correct tips so far on these uh, special trebles. So I reckon we should uh, carry on doing that. Yeah, and there will be one today. So uh, just a reminder, guys, this show is sponsored by Manscaped. Uh, so our friends at Manscaped have hooked up the podcast listeners with a promotional code for 20% off and free shipping. So FBP20, as in Football Betting Podcast 20, at the checkout gets you 20% off and free shipping on all Manscaped products. Very handy with Christmas on the horizon. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So without any further ado, then let's get straight into the tips. Um, there's a game in League Two on Friday. I don't know if you 
interested in it at all, but we'll just mention it briefly. Bolton against Salford. Uh, I believe this is Richie Wellen's first game in charge of Salford. Anything that you'd be looking at here, Bolton in very poor form in 20th position. Salford, obviously the new manager coming in, 6-5 to five for them to get the win. Uh, is that something you're interested in or kind of just something to take an interest in without a bet? No, I think it is. I think it is something to be interested in. Um, obviously, I think it's a really good appointment for Salford to go and get Wellens. Obviously, he did a really good job at Swindon. Definitely taking a step down in terms of stature of club right now. But we all know that the uh, potential of Salford is is obviously bigger than Swindon's at the moment. So a good move all round, unless you're a, a Robins fan, I think. And they're coming to the Reebok Stadium. Is it the Reebok Stadium? Or am I just absolutely ancient? It's probably not the Reebok Stadium anymore. Um, I think... If you have a look wasn't, at isn't it like the Bolton University Stadium or something like that? Yeah, it's the University of Bolton Stadium now. That's, that's, catch, that's catchy. So... At home, Bolton, <laughs> Bolton have been really poor in the last uh, last two games. In the FA Cup, they lost uh, 3-2 at home to Crewe. Obviously, being an FA Cup game, there was an element of rotation in there. But I'm more looking at the 1-1 draw with Mansfield. So, obviously, Mansfield at the time were under Graham Coughlin, who has since uh, been dispatched of and replaced with Nigel Clough. Another really good appointment. But that that's that's a really worrying result because Mansfield are pretty much at that time anyway probably the second or third worst uh, team in uh, in the top four flights. So a really really worrying result. And I think Salford coming off the back of a good couple of results, uh, barring a defeat to Cambridge last time out in League Two, which is which is not you know, it's not a disgrace. I fancy him to get the win on Friday. Here's a narrative, Tom. Richie Wellens' first game mm-hmm. in Everts last? Could very well be. Could very, very well be. It's not worked out for Ian Everts so far um, at Bolton, has it? And plenty of people on on social media calling for his head. Yeah, 6-5 to five for Salford. I will take a little bit of that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd agree with you there. Um, right, so let's move into Saturday then. We've got seven games in League One on Saturday. Uh, quite a few postponed for various reasons, I'm assuming, because largely the international break. Um, one that takes my eye straight away is a team that's right near the top, playing very well generally against a team that has been struggling all season. And that's Hull City against Burton Albion. And this is probably the most clear-cut one in League One for me. Um, this weekend, you can get Hull at eleven to twenty, so they're pretty sure the the fact that they should get a comfortable win here is reflected in the odds. But um, you know, this is a Hull side with seven wins out of their ten games, currently sat in fifth place, four points off top. But it's Burton that have been so so bad. Uh, eleven games played, one win, four draws, six defeats, twenty uh, third in the league. No wins in 11 consecutive games across all competitions without a clean sheet in 18 consecutive games across all competitions. And I think this is, uh, I don't want to say they're, they're going to go into the Tigers' den, but uh, yeah. I think they are. They're going to get mauled. 
<laughs> I totally agree with you. Um, I'm surprised that Hull are playing. I thought they might have a, a couple of lads on kind of, you know, weird international, not weird, that's completely disrespectful, Le- lesser yeah. international teams. But anyway, it's going ahead. And yeah, Burton Albion, they seem a far cry from days of the championship. Um, always a tough place to go, the Pirelli. Even if you got a win, they always made you work for it. Now they they seem to be uh, they seem to be a bit of a soft touch and they're very easy to play against. The fact that they're five to one away at Hull is uh, is a complete um, complete story in yeah. itself. I think. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so next we are off. I mean, I'm going to show my age again here. Is Sunderland Stadium still the stadium of light? It is, isn't it? They haven't been. Yeah purchase they've not sold that out yet no not sold that yet okay so uh, off to the stadium of light Sunderland against MK Dons Uh, we've got 6th against 19th Um, not that the league table means too much right now Uh, on the face of it you'd look at MK Dons and you would see that they're unbeaten in their last four games unbeaten in four of their last six Uh, however um, we're looking at home and away form at the moment so Milton Keynes, uh, they have won zero of six on the road this season, uh, drawing two and losing four. Uh, at home, Sunderland have lost one of five. And they've, they've carried that, sorry. And MK Dons, historically as well, have really struggled at the stadium alike. They haven't won any of their last seven visits um, to Sunderland. I think you're going to get the Mackhams here in a relatively comfortable win. I think MK Dons are definitely dangerous and they're to be respected. But with that away form, the his, like the kind of historic nature of MK Dons always struggling in the Northeast, it, a four to five for Sunderland just leaps off the page for me. I don't know about you, Tom, but that's yeah. that's something that, that really kind of whets the appetite. Yeah, definitely, definitely like that. It's a it's a very good price, really, four to five for Sunderland. Um, I think they'll get a comfortable win, like you've mentioned. Um, another team for me, and um, we're mainly focusing, aren't we, this weekend league one on the the remaining big boys in the league that are playing. I want to look at Peterborough, currently sitting top of League One. They've really kind of clicked into gear uh, in recent weeks, so they're currently on a, a nice little winning run of uh, eight wins in the last nine consecutive games. And that does cover a couple of um, cup games as well in that. But in the league in particular, six wins in the last seven games. And the the one which wasn't a win was a draw. I think um, they go up against a crew side who, you know, we've spoken a few times on the podcast about crew. We like crew. We like what they stand for. Uh, Lots of good young players. Very good ethos at the club. Um, struggling to pick up results though at the moment in the league they've lost four out of the last five and they have all been 1-0 defeats so they're not being battered uh, but they are struggling to pick up points and I think a game against Peterborough when you're in that kind of form where you're struggling a bit is not a team where you can really reverse that form because Peterborough are really clicking into gear like I say Uh, Sir Ricky getting on the score sheet as well I think he's got about five in his last three games Sir Ricky, oh yeah, absolute poster boy of the pod. Um, yeah, Peterborough, Peterborough scored 21 in 11. 
in the league. It's it's pretty frightening. Yeah. Um, and uh, evens is the price. But I don't know if I mentioned it. No, you didn't. But <laughs> yeah, we're a gambling show, but uh, we forget to read out the prices. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I think I think there are a couple of extensions here, Tom. Obviously, I had Peterborough uh, wrote down myself, um, but you know. Myself and you as well, I know uh, we're big fans of Crew, and we think that they're going to have a, a good season for a team that is newly promoted. Uh, I think that you can get two more extension bets on this. So I think you're going to get both teams to score, uh, 10 to 11. I think definitely the railway men at home, you know, they're, they're definitely, especially out on the flanks with the lights of uh, Charlie, Charlie Kirk and Pickering, etc. I think you'd be you'd be hard-pressed to not see goals in this game. Uh, both teams to score is 10 to 11, yes. Uh, and also my favourite, Peterborough to win and both teams to score, which is something that I'm really hot on, is 7 to 2. I could easily mm-hmm. see, you know, perhaps a 3-1 or something like that. But, you know, I'm confident in crew going forward, just probably not uh, trying to keep out Peterborough for 90 minutes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I like that. That's a, that's a decent price, that's 7-2. Anything else that you'd like to look at in League One? Because there's nothing really for me from what's left. No, no. Uh, two teams really struggling in Shrewsbury and Swindon, who are obviously just lost Wellens. Uh, again, Northampton, Stanley, very erratic form from those two. And then the final game that's going on is Bristol Rovers and Fleetwood. Um, again, very erratic form. Fleetwood, on the surface of things, should win that game if it was on talent alone. But uh, yeah, they're they're failing to convince me. So I'm happy to move on to League Two. Okay, uh, League Two. Then ten games on Saturday, all kicking off at three o'clock. Uh, just Grimsby Newport, which was postponed in this league um, this weekend. Anything that you want to pick off straight away from League Two? I uh, just want to add, I forgot that Plymouth and Portsmouth are playing on Monday <laughs> in League One. Okay. And that is going to be a very good game. Uh, but again, something I don't want to uh, to draw any tips out of. Just wanted to add that in. I didn't want to upset any uh, South Coast fans. Joe, I'd love, it, it obviously ain't going to happen, but I'd love it if they wheeled out Neville and Carragher for Monday Night Football, Plymouth against Portsmouth. <laughs> that would be unbelievable. <laughs> Could you imagine some great. of the guests, Mauricio Pochettino, yeah. talking <laughs> talking about Plymouth, or they could roll out someone like Rooney, or I don't know, yeah. mate. That would be class. It, honestly, if it wasn't in you know six days or so, I'd say that we uh, should have started a petition. But yeah, <laughs> um, just actually a point on that game. If you were interested in having a dabble, I'm not advocating going for anything really here but um, just a stat which might interest some people Portsmouth have won five consecutive away matches scoring at least two uh, in each one of those so they're on very good away form right now 19 to 20 is their price great so anyway back to league two anything that uh, that you like straight off the bat oh I mean the vultures are circling again uh, whenever I see certain teams, I just can't help but go against them because they're so hopeless. Um, Oldham, not often I've tipped Oldham on the on the pod, to be honest. 
in the last couple of years. They've had a very topsy-turvy uh, couple of seasons since we started, but they're playing a Scunthorpe side. They haven't won in any of their last 11 away games. They've lost six away games in a row. They've lost six games in a row, home and away. I mean, they're just hopeless <laughs> at the moment. They were dumped out the FA Cup by uh, non-league Solihull Moors uh, at the weekend. I mean, I, I don't know if I need to go on, do I? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it, does, it, it doesn't even matter how good Oldham have been. Uh, Oldham, uh, I will let you know that Hampton and Richmond were beaten in the FA Cup. Can't read too much into that. But last time out um, at home, Oldham 2, Cheltenham 1. Definitely a result that fills me with confidence for the Latics and Oldham are priced at evens. I feel like it's a trap. Is it a trap? I don't know, but they're playing against Scunthorpe, who, like I said, are, are just hopeless right now. So I don't know why you, you wouldn't back that. No, um, I've got Oldham down as well. For exactly the same reasons as, as you've wheeled off. Um, yeah, surely you think, looking at how bad Scunthorpe have been, um, Oldham can get the three points at this one. So evens looks like a decent price to me. It does. I mean, Oldham aren't going to win the league this season. They're in 19th themselves. Perhaps that's why it's so nicely priced. You know, you're not betting on mm-hmm. on a runaway leader. But the difference between Oldham and Scunthorpe, even though you know on the surface of things, it's only seven points and Scunthorpe have got three games in hand, I think, on the field. It, it's There's a seismic gap. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I think from Scunthorpe, there's probably only one team worse than them, really, <laughs> that we can pick on, and that's South End, yeah. who currently sit rock bottom of League Two. Um, 11 games played, zero wins, two draws, nine defeats, so obviously just the two points, and uh, 25 goals conceded, which is the most in the league so far. They go away to a Walsall side this weekend who are. Very mid-table, um, in uh, sorry, in 12th place. However, very much draw merchants. Uh, they've only lost one out of their 11 games, so not very many at all. It's the, it's the lowest in the league aside from Exeter. They seem to draw too many. Uh, that's their problem. However, surely against this woeful South End side, they can turn a draw into another victory here and get three more points on the board. One to two is a price for Walsall. And, you know, like I say, it's not the fact that they're playing amazingly, showing that amazing results, because they're not. It's more the fact that Southend are so bad. Um, no wins in 15 games across all competitions. <laughs> no no clean sheet in the last 25 consecutive games. You know, the, the, the negative stats for Southend just go on and on and on, don't they? So, uh, yeah, surely it's another one for me that you look at and you think, surely it's a gimme. I mean, honestly, if if Southend and Scunthorpe aren't the two to go down, I'll be absolutely amazed. Amazed. I can't remember two teams starting a season so badly. Badly. I think you could possibly throw Stevenage into this mix oh, uh, to yes. go down from League Two. Yes. There's probably three shocking sides there fighting out for, uh, for two of those relegation places. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> It just goes to show how bad we rate Stevenage, Scunthorpe and Southend. Uh, Stevenage 21st, Scunthorpe 23rd, Southend 24th. The missing team is Mansfield 
They haven't won in 11 games, seven draws, but they haven't won in 11 games. And we don't even have them in the same stratosphere as the other three. Um, Nigel Clough, um, which, as I said earlier, really good appointment. Very confident he's going to turn that round. Uh, Let's go to Port Vale. Robbie Williams and co. Uh, They've got a home game, which, first of all, should leap off the page uh, to anyone that is into their League 2 gambling. Port Vale, over the last couple of years, have had some of the best home form in League 2. They've got a home game against Tranmere. I mean, Tranmere last season, obviously, a feel-good story, right? Um, Promoted from the National League, went on to make the playoffs. Now they're in 17th. There's just a lot of there's a lot of negativity coming out of the club. Um, they are I'm I'm pretty sure lots of teams are struggling financially at the moment, especially in League One, League Two, and beyond. Tranmere are incredibly public and vocal about their struggles. I don't know how much that's helping um, helping the team and Mike Jackson, obviously the manager, with their task at hand. Uh, on the road this season, they are really struggling. They've won one of six. Uh, they've only scored three goals on the road. And like I said, Port Vale, they've been really good at home, period, uh, but really good at home over the last uh, couple of seasons as well, uh, stretching back. So got my eye on Port Vale. They're priced at evens again. It feels like a bit of a trap because uh, on the surface of things, it looks pretty straightforward. Um but happy to take that prize. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Surely League Two is just not laying traps for us all over the place, is it? We're walking oh, into all of them right now. I feel like we're either going <laughs> to be like complete idiots or we're going we're gonna to really make some serious profit this weekend. I don't think yeah. there's going to be any grey areas with League Two this weekend. No, no. Um, okay, so I've got just one more that I want to look at. Uh, it comes in the game between... Cambridge and Barrow. Cambridge, another team who are priced pretty nicely, 11 to 10, so just over evens. Uh, currently sat in second place, played 11, won seven, drawn two, lost two. Uh, Barrow in their first season in the Football League, um, 18th, won two, drawn five, lost four. So, you know, they're, they're doing all right. But I think it's just going to be a case of levels in this particular game. I think they're going to come up against the Cambridge side, who are a much better outfit in this division than this, than this Barrow side currently are. Um, Cambridge performing well above all expectations uh, that a lot of people have pre-season of them. But um, yeah, they've churned out some really good results at home this season. They beat Salford 2-1. They beat Port Vale 3-1. They beat Newport, current league leaders, 2-1. So I think 11-10 for them to beat Barrow, who, you know, they've uh, they've tended to struggle on the road. They've lost four, four out of the last five away games. Um, I think Cambridge should get a comfortable win here. I don't think they'll batter Barrow, but, uh, you know, a, a 2-0, 2-1, something like that. Yep, completely agree. Delighted for Barrow, by the way. Um, do you remember when I told you that they'd they'd drawn all five of their home games? Yes. Uh, yeah, they finally managed to get a win uh, in their last home game. So delighted for them to get that one nil win over Bradford because the, the the amount of draws at home was was uh, 
pretty alarming. And uh, yeah, great, great for them to get their first win at home in the Football League. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any more for you? No. Yeah, so uh, that wraps up all the tips then. Let's look at Bombproof Trebles for this week. Um, remember, this part of the show is sponsored by our friends at Manscaped. If you go to manscaped.com, choose a UK store, select any product on there and enter FBP20 at the checkout. You will get 20% off and free delivery. They've got some excellent products on there. I don't know if you've seen Tom's unboxing of the Weed Whacker. How are your uh, nostril hairs and ear hairs, Tom, after using the Weed Whacker? Unbelievable, mate. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah what you a can difference. Smell, smell better, hear better. <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm not even joking. It's uh, it's not something that I ever thought that I needed to groom, to be honest with you. I've probably done my nose hairs once in 30 years. But <laughs> I um, once I got the weed whacker, honestly, I realized that it needs doing. <laughs> so, so, yeah, <laughs> honestly... It really, really uh, is a neat piece of uh, neat piece of kit. So, yeah, yeah, thoroughly recommended. Same with, I mean, we're very lucky, Tom, to to try a lot of Manscaped products, and you know, we wouldn't have them as our sponsors if we genuinely didn't think their products were good. And I think it, it goes without saying they're the market leader for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so FBP FBP twenty guys uh, to get your twenty percent off. Um, right, so trebles this week then. We'll go for a just an outright win treble, shall we, to start with. I think this is probably going to have a, a League 2 focus, is it? Well, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think the, the, prices are, uh, the prices are hard to, hard to turn down, aren't they? So, yeah, if you are new to the show, guys, this is the part of the show where me and Tom put together all of our tips, research, knowledge, gut feeling, whatever you want to call it into trebles that we recommend that you back and we back our own bets with 10 pound stakes but we only want you to bet what you can afford to lose so please gamble responsibly uh, so tom let's start off with the traditional treble so this is just going to be a three team to win treble in league one we're going to go for hall city to beat burton albion at home they're priced at 11 to 20 we're going to dive into league two and we're going to go uh, full vulture mode. And we're going to go for Walsall at home to Southend. They're one to two. And we're going to go for Oldham at home to Scunthorpe that are priced at evens. So largely thanks to the Oldham price, your £10 stake will return you forty-eight eighty-two in returns. It just wins. It, it just wins. Surely. Uh, this is one of the troubles that I'm most confident about. Uh, that we've ever done, I think. <laughs> we've ever done. Wow. Yeah. Um, big statement, but honestly, how does it lose? Surely. The the teams that they're that our selections are playing against are all so bad. Yeah, dreadful. So bad. Dreadful. I swear to God, if Burton South End Scunthorpe get anything out of this weekend, I'll be amazed. Yeah. Amazed. Me too. Me too. What's your special uh, treble going to be? All right, guys. So we've spoken about those three teams, Hull, Oldham and Walsall, about how we think they should definitely win this weekend. Um, for our special treble this week, we'll uh, kind of add another little variant onto that. I'm going to go for all three teams 
to score a goal in the first half of their respective matches. Oh so, I love it. So Hull to score in the first half against Burton Albion is 8-11. to 11. Oldham to score in the first half against Scunthorpe is 5-6. to six. And Walsall to score in the first half against Southend is 4-6. to six. And £10 example stake pays 52.77. So just a touch more than um, all three teams outright to win their matches. But, uh, you know, with this show, they don't, they don't even have to win their matches, I guess. Um, just have to get a goal in the first half. Yeah, and if very both, capable, very capable, and if both come in, it's literally a hundred and one pounds. Perfect. Yeah, if Perfect. both come in, so yeah. I, do you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of when you're at the casino and you're playing blackjack, and you go to, and you've got a really good hand, and you go to double down. This is, oh yeah, this is what it feels like. Yeah, it does. Like You're right. The win, the win treble is our good hand. And then the team to score in the first half treble is us doubling down. And we'll find yeah. out if the dealer has got 16 or if they've got 11. We'll find out. Blackjack. Blackjack. Anyway, that's my little analogy. Um, let's talk about fantasy football. We'll do a, obviously, there's no game scheduled for this week, but we'll do a a little recap. So this part of the show is sponsored by Get Shirty. So Get Shirty do football shirt mystery boxes. Uh, Tom got his. Uh, he got a Brazilian team called Avai. Um, really beautiful shirt. Now, we've never heard of them, uh, but that's all kind of part of the mystery and the wonder. And there's everything in there from, you know, your recognizable European teams to English sides to internationals to you name it. Uh, everything's in there. So head on to their shop. It's getshirtyshop.co.uk. Uh, when you purchase something, if you put in FB pod into the checkout, uh, you will both support this podcast and you'll be entered into a draw with everyone else that's ordered from us uh, to win another uh, football shirt kit box. So make sure you go check them out on Twitter as well at getshirty underscore. Um, so our fancy football league, Tom, uh, they sponsor that obviously, and they have kindly added to the prize pot, haven't they? They have. Um, so no longer do you get the twenty pound free bet on offer from us. You also get a mystery shirt box as well for the winner. Lovely stuff. So let's start off with how we did. Um, average score was fifty-five points. I came in at a very Respectable but typical forty nine. Yep. Okay. Uh, I got seventy two oh, this week. God. So I did all right. I've had a couple of bad weeks, uh, but yeah, I was back on the wagon with seventy two this week, and I, I feel like for the first time in a long time, I picked the right person as captain because I had Kane, who got eighteen points in the end. Good man. Good man. Yeah. I've very much gone for a Chelsea focus, Chelsea and Spurs focus in my team, and it's it's mm. paid off at the moment. Nice. Leaking out your tips. Uh, mm. There's 208 teams in the league with David Barnes, uh, Chelsea fans Dem Dead is uh, the name of his team, which sounds very <laughs> aggressive. Um, he is pending to join the league. 
Um, I am in 130th. You'll break that top 100 one day. <laughs> one day. Where are you? Uh, 47th, I think I am. Well, I'm actually really proud 45th. of you. 45th, I'm doing myself an injustice. It really annoys me that you're always way ahead of me on this stuff, but I am proud of you. You're flying the flag. Yeah, well, you know, last season I came like 11th or something, so I'm a bit disappointed with how how I've started, but, you know, plenty of time to go. Oh, my God. You're honestly, you're spoiled, you are. (laughs) Right, uh, let's count down the top 10, shall we? Is is it my turn or is it your turn? No, it's your turn. I don't want to do it this week. Right, okay. I'll do it. So we'll go from 10 to 1. So our current fantasy fantasy football top 10 are Brian Grant, Andrew Johnson, Tristan Hill, David Doherty, Jamie Parker, Ronan Harrington, Paul Fraser, John Courtney, Ronan Gormley, and number one with Levy Levida Loca, Connell Glyn Martin. Uh, Connell is a regular fixture near the top of this table, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I feel like him and Ronan... Are uh, are always right up there. Uh, so shall we kick them out? <laughs> I'd love, I'd love it if you kick out, could kick out two hundred odd people, Tom, and then I might finish in the top five. But <laughs> but yeah, um, pretty easy to pronounce names there. I feel like you got off lightly. I did, I did. So thank you, everyone who is in the top ten for having a nice, easy to pronounce name. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you have a team with the official Fancy Premier League app. It is not too late to join our league and try and win the £20 free bet and the football shirt mystery box from Get Shirty. Um, Tom normally puts the podcast, uh, sorry, Tom normally puts the league code in the podcast description. Um, uh, But if he fails to do so, you can get in touch with us on Twitter and we'll give it to you. So Twitter is T underscore FB podcast. If you are a Facebook guy, uh, feel free to like our page. It's facebook.com slash football betting podcast and if you are an email person uh, then feel free to email us with any questions tips i don't know maybe perhaps even some complaints football betting podcast at gmail.com yeah and if you have enjoyed the show guys uh, perhaps win some money we'd really appreciate it if you could just leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts i feel like with lockdown and the fact that there's an international break, I feel like yeah. we should get a flood of reviews. Everyone's got so much time on their hands. Yeah, I, I second that. <laughs> so please, if you've not left a review, we'd really appreciate one. Now is the time. Now is the time. We're begging it this week, aren't we? <laughs> we are begging for it, but we, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we want to get on. Um, yeah, we want to get on the new and noteworthy list. Anyway, I can't wait for the podcast to end because Football Manager is downloaded, so you won't hear from me for the next six months. So thank yep. you very much, and uh, yeah, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>